Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good morning and welcome to Mrs. Cardiology. And this is where Sunita Pandit, Mrs. Cardiology herself, talks to you about all things she's learned as a caregiver. Uh, of uh, her father who had congestive heart failure, her 85-year young mother who she keeps vital and energetic, and her adult child who is severely handicapped. And she has been there, done that, got the teacher, burned the T-shirt, and took the picture. So here she's here to give you all the benefit of that. And today she's going to talk to you about a new project, just a little preview of the Red Heart Kitchen. Because even those on low income have a desire to eat healthy, but there are challenges for low income families with children and for seniors. So today, Mrs. Cardiology um, is to beginning to preview her preview her Red Card Kitchen project to encourage everyone to eat healthy while maintaining a budget, no matter what your budget is. And this is geared toward low income. However, gee, wouldn't it be nice for everybody to be able to? Uh, to uh, work off of a budget. So anyway, the the uh, the challenges she's exploring are cooking skill, time, money, education, and availability. Without further ado, here she is, Mrs. Cardiology herself, Sunita Pandit. Hey, thank you, Joanne, for that lovely introduction. You always make me feel like a million bucks. I appreciate that. Oh, you're worth a million bucks. And everybody <laughs> listening to you knows it. Um, the title of today's show is Five Challenges to Healthy Meal Planning on the Low-Income Budget. Now, as you said just now in the introduction, I don't know that this is really targeting just low income. I think a lot of people are needing a little bit of a helping hand in planning their meals. And, you know, even I run into that trap of, oh, what am I going to cook today? And I have just found out, just like everybody teaches you, you know, the the, the, the good teachers are out there when you listen to them, um, that a little bit of planning goes a long way. When the te- when the student is ready, the teacher arrives, and you are the teacher. Okay. Well, the teacher seems to have seen a big gaping hole in our education system that's been uh, further created into a big gaping hole um, because we don't teach home economics as well as much as we used to. I think the statistic has dropped down uh, to what thirty percent of the schools only have? I think it's now called yeah. life skills. Oh, they life teach skills. My my nephew told me, taught me something. He said, when you wash your pants, Aunt Joanne, your jeans especially, pull up the zipper and button them up. That when you take them out of the dryer, they won't burn your hands, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they won't snag your other clothes. Mm-hmm. And that's what he learned very in life important skills. Tip. Mm-hmm. A very important tip. But does he know how to boil water? <laughs> exactly. Right? Oh, he does, and, but he does with most, well, most kids. He's don't. an exception to yes, the rule. Yes, he is. Um, but but essentially, what's happened is that the, those basics that we learned, you and I learned in home ec, aren't there anymore. 
and some a lot of the the basics people consider to be fuddy-duddy stuff, but it's not fuddy-duddy. If you don't know those basics, you're in deep doo-doo and trying to feed yourself and your family. And so even though we're targeting uh, families with seniors and young kids, just regular, normal, healthy, daily life people are who I'm really after is saying, yeah, everybody needs help in getting some basics down in terms of uh, cooking. So what are the challenges um, that you've discovered um, that that keep people from eating healthy? Well, like I just said, num- number one is a skill set. Uh, you know, there are too many people have just not learned how to cook. And there's people in my own friend circle that just aren't really skilled at it, and they depend on some of them are lucky enough to be married to a husband that knows how to cook, and some of them just rely on good old uh, uh, boxed goods, and if not, then they're out there ordering food. Remember, a helper or a microwave a vegetable. Uh, that too. And I've discovered I've been moving away from microwaving because the taste just isn't there. And I'm learning more to just rely on my stovetop cooking or baking. The And there's a whole array of, of uh, equipment out there that we could get into at another time. Uh, in terms of food preparation and helping you, you know, cook meals. Uh, one, one skill that I'm going to talk about is how to use a uh, piece of equipment in the um, kitchen becomes essential in terms of, like, if you have a slow cooker, what's the multiple ways you can use it? How can you extend it? You know, you just make it time. Time is an issue and time is a cost also. That's the next cook. issue, right. a basic a basic crock pot. Basic crock pot. Good old crock pot from the good old days. Remember I the avocado to, green ones? <laughs> I, I raised, I raised, I had one child in, in going into high school and one in kindergarten with all the assorted soccer mom and PTA stuff, and I ran two businesses, but I cooked three meals a day and three meals a week. We ate leftovers the rest of the time, but I cooked three meals a week, and they were in a crock pot. I started them in the morning. When I got home, all I had to do was make the vegetables. Yep. And so, again, this this gets into, when you have a crock pot, it gets into planning. You can't deal with a crock pot when you get home from work. you got to plan it ahead of time. Mostly the night before is best. So we're going to talk about that in a future show. That's one of the things you're going to be recommending. Okay. The third issue is money. People worry about their grocery budget. Oh, people worry about money, period. My issue is that we have to teach you how to shop in the grocery store and to figure out how they present things that may be like a, a loss leader or something really cheap, but it may not be really good for you. So you really need to learn how to purchase real wholesome foods. And number four is going to be education. There's a lot of people that really just want to know how to eat better. They're really not sure how to do it when they're Budget is a budget. And everybody has to go through that learning curve. There's things that you'll figure out that are that work for your family that may not work for somebody else's. It is definitely what I would say a bunch of let's figure it out kind of thing. And then number five is availability. There's um, pockets of of populations that just don't have a decent grocery store within walking distance or within driving distance, meaning it's a reasonable 
distance. And so they end up trying to find food in these little stores that don't have a variety of stuff, except for canned goods or boxed goods. And that is not nutritionally sound diet plan in, in terms of once in a while it's okay, but not on a daily basis. And that's the challenge that a lot of neighborhoods have, and communities are and government agencies are trying to get together to alleviate that problem by bringing the farmers to them. And so there's there's different things that we'll cover on that topic also to help you figure out how to get it done. Now there are food pantries, but only rare food pantries supply families with meat and fresh produce. When you when you fall, find those donation boxes, they say, you know, non-perishable, so you get a lot of macaroni and canned food items. So, I mean, I think the food pantries need to be educated also. Well, the food pantries need to be educated, but you realize that the challenge also becomes how do you keep those foods fresh? Because they're fresh foods, they need refrigeration. That's true. But now we have a food pantry right here in my area, and... Um, they give out, they give out the um, fresh, you know, beef, and, and and they give out fish, and they give out produce, and um, I don't know how they do it, but it's one, there are a few around, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, my neighborhood is uh, is a fairly decent neighborhood, but it's bordered by, you know, neighborhoods that are low income. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so what are some of the goals that you think that we we should strive for, especially for low income and senior families on an income? And just about everyone can abide by this, too. Well, yeah, depending on the size of your family. But let's say you have a family of four. And the goal would be to spend 125 per week or $500 per month because there's there's an underlying um, factor that we talk about $500. The federal government will give a family of four with no income about $680 a month in SNAP benefits. For those who don't want to note that is, it's food stamps, basically. And some people receive much less than that because they are reporting some form of income. So that 680 is meant for people that have absolutely no income. And that uh, that turns out to be about $5.55 per meal. That includes breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? Hmm. And so the challenge becomes, how do you get four members of a family fed at $5.55? It's not an insurmountable challenge. We can meet it again. Go back to the same old word, planning. Now, we do want to, another goal is to kick processed foods and start teaching people how to prepare real, wholesome, or what they call clean foods. And by clean foods, it's another way of saying it's something your body knows how to process and use. You don't want extraneous, you don't want extra ingredients that your body doesn't even know chemically how to take, how to process it. And that's what a lot of processed foods unfortunately have in them. And we want to make sure that we fulfill a goal of teaching people how to cook from scratch and make it not as difficult as it sounds. From scratch could simply be as simple as frying eggs in a little bit of butter. And yes, we're talking butter, not, not margarine. And then the uh, ultimate goal is to be cooking almost all your meals from home. Because 
you you're talking about having $125 stretch to 7 days in a week three t- three meals a day for four people so we don't really see any way to include uh, a meal out of the home at that at that amount have you have you figured that one out yet Joanne is it possible is it possible to do that yeah, is it for four people to eat out. To eat out. Mhm. Uh, it's eating out is difficult because you don't know what they're putting in the food. Okay, and 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 being a person that tries to eat clean, I'm very careful about where I eat, and maybe somewhere along the line I'll do uh, on on my blog, uh, my cancer doctor where still letters. I'll be talking about uh, places that you can eat that you can trust the food, and places you can shop that you can trust the food is clean and whole. But they're oh, rare. They're getting. They're getting more people. People understand that that, that we want clean. That, that the the public wants wants clean food, but the clean food is not always inexpensive. So you're not going to be able to feed people 125. There'll be no McDonald's. No more McDonald's even the dollar menu, or you're not going to be able to do 125 dollars a week. Exactly, and a couple of places are becoming more clean, such as Panera Bread. But even then. You have to be careful on how much, you know, because it is pricier, like you said. Another goal is to make sure that we teach people that processed foods are totally out. You cannot get a can of ravioli and cheese and say that's a meal. No. God, I used to feed that to my kids all the time. What did I do to them? Well, back then maybe the food was a little bit better that got killed. Yeah, my, 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 uh, my, my Heinz, if you're listening... Uh, my my favorite my favorite uh, my my first son's favorite was spaghettios, cheese spaghettios. But I think there was a time when there was actually some real food in some of that canned stuff. I think there was some. You're talking fifty real years ago. Food, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Not not now that we're aware of, unless it's organic, and then we're talking about cost. So when you're talking about real food, no processed food, what do you mean? Meaning you have to chop something. You have to clean it first. You have to cook it from scratch, meaning there's no pre-cooking. And what about the shopping end of it? What are they looking for on the shopping end of it? Antibody-free chicken? When you go into the grocery store, if you can stick to the periphery of the grocery store, meaning the outer rim of the grocery store is what I want you to shop in. The only time... You go into the aisles as if you have to buy cleaning supplies or um, there's certain canned goods that you can purchase and and some cereals, not all, because we've got to make sure you don't get over, overdo it with cereals either because that's a processed food. So when you are in a grocery store, don't expect... Don't expect me to tell you to spend much time in the middle of aisles. It'll, it's all going to be around the periphery because that's where... What do we find there, Joy? And we find our fresh fruits and vegetables. All the junk, the fruits and vegetables, and the dairy. <coughs> your your dairy, your meat really are on the outskirts, and then everything else in the middle. But but you know, um, merchandisers are getting a little trickier now. So that used to be the rule. Some merchandisers make you look, go to Walmart and try to find the organic food section, especially if you're in a superstore. There isn't any organic food section for them. It's all mixed in with everything else. Oh, they do have now. The superstores do have an organic section, but you got to look for it. 
same way. But now, yeah. Yep, now there is one around here called the Market District. You walk in, and the first thing you see is organic produce, and then they. But that that's that's in a better neighborhood, where that's what people are looking for. So they're smart marketers. So in yep. low income neighborhoods where people are trying to be on a budget, they're not going to put that there because they're smart marketers. Mm. So. Uh, but but you, what you're looking for when you're shopping are antibiotic-free chicken, grass-fed beef, uh, raw and organic dairy, organic produce wherever possible. So um, I guess you're going to try to squeeze in quality ingredients at every turn, which you pretty much have done that in your own Red Heart Kitchen in your home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I want you. There's always healthy stuff. I, I don't. I don't see. T- I've. You know, I've been coming to your home for almost six years, but I don't see too many processed foods there. I've never seen a package. The only thing I'm guilty of I've buying is macaroni and cheese, but it's organic. Oh yeah, you can buy that uh, gluten-free organic macaroni and cheese, right? Mm-hmm. It costs a little more, but you can't do that. Yeah, I, I know you like to mix it with, mix it with tomatoes. Well, tomato I mix sauce. it with the vegetable for Sachin, mm-hmm. so that he gets a, a somewhat of a balanced meal at lunchtime. And then, of course, he eats very healthy when he's home. Mm-hmm. And um, now, the, the the other goal was families trying to replicate this with two working parents, and not a lot of extra time. <laughs> when I saw that to be the next topic, I had to collect my thoughts because um, I'm thinking about all the the different um, attitudes that come to the table first that one has to overcome when you're talking about two income families. Guys, you're going to have to pick up the pace here and be part of the contributing factor and become more aware of what you're eating and how it's prepared. Women, you are, of course, are are always challenged because you're the responsible party in in our society all over the world. But that doesn't mean that you cannot recruit the entire family to be involved in meal preparation. And the more you educate your kids, the easier it becomes. And you just have to put your foot down that there's, you know, snacking is out in terms of prepared foods. No, Nothing in a bag needs to be eaten, like chips and Cheetos and all those kinds of stuff. That those, those are what we call empty calories and not part of your budget. A healthy snack is an apple, an orange, a banana, any kind of fruits. Um, no more licorice, no more candy, none, none of that stuff that is available readily at the checkout counter. Again, a, mar- a marketing ploy. And, and no then, more Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, cereals and, are... And, and, and Count Chocula and Count Dracula. Um, um, Count Chocula, good grief, I can't even... Every season there was something with sugar in it to feed the kids. Yeah. And they were always on Saturday morning cartoon shows sponsored by. Yeah, right? And then... Um, but you're going to teach them how to organize their time also. Well, the, the t- that's why I said that you. it's very, very ideal to have everybody involved in meal prep. And and a, a sidebar on that becomes, you know, how many kids' activities are there in the evening that you have to be ultimately aware of, that they need to be involved in, and you have to work yourself around in terms of meal prep. So you cannot be grabbing a hamburger on the way home. That doesn't do anything to enhance the basketball practice the kids just went through. Now, now the next topic is to be <laughs> aware of coupons. Absolutely. 
you might have access to coupons, but you have to be very, very careful on what the coupon is for. I've I've noticed from the the flyers that comes with the Sunday paper is that a lot of the items are either makeup, um, or processed food, berry juices, processed boxes of something or the other, prepared foods mostly. I I don't see any labels that say the frozen vegetables, or even canned vegetables for that matter. This time of year, every once in a while, you'll get a coupon for clementines, the little baby oranges, every once in a while. And that's about this time of year. That's about it. That's about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now we also want to make sure that we're going to teach you how to read labels. There is too many ingredients in there that are causing health issues that the government has not gotten better at policing and saying no, you don't need this in here. You're not allowed to have it. There's too many things that get hidden in, into the ingredients and not reported, including food dyes, coloring. High fructose corn syrup, HFCS, is the worst thing we could have put into our bodies, and that they still allow them to. And then antibiotics and pesticides are never reported, but they're in there. My 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 nephew, who who we call it, we we lovingly call the food Nazi, who is branding himself as the holistic hipster and starting his own uh, low sugar, low uh, um, gluten. Uh, blog, and his thing is natural flavorings. Mm-hmm. Companies are getting sneakier. What are the natural flavorings? What are they? What are they putting in there? Yeah, what is it? What is a natural flavoring? If it's not written in black and white, you can't figure out what it is, don't eat it. Now, toxins are stored in animal fat, so you've, it's best if you can learn to buy leaner cuts of meat. And I don't know, Joanne, what do you think about if you, let's say you really can't afford that 99% fat-free beef. you got to get the 89%. Do you think that just a simple trick of teaching people how to brown the meat first and get rid of all and, that And drain all the fat off. Well, you can't really get that out of there, the toxins out of there, but it's at least better than just throwing a lot of fat in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, they preferably want to buy grass-fed beef and uh, your hopes, I believe, are to try to hook up with farmers that would give some discount to low-income and seniors to buy directly from them. And there are a lot of farmers that actually have delivery programs, free delivery programs. So that's Back something that somewhere along the line when you get rolling. Planning is the, are the key words in making gala this come about correctly. And we are going to talk a lot about easy-to-prepare recipes so that you're not stuck trying to figure out which end is up and where to find stuff. I want to guide you. Now, this new project for Mrs. Cardiology is the Red Heart Kitchen. And Joanne has seen my kitchen, and yes, it is red. That's how I came up with the name, Red Heart Kitchen. It's spacious and organized, but she only leaves a really small part of it to cook, believe it or not. Well, very spacious, was, very organized. I was blessed enough to be able to build a big kitchen because everybody that's Indian knows that you know, everybody congregates into the kitchen, not in the living room or family room, because they want to know what you're cooking and what, and that's usually where the, all the action is. Um, I wanted to use the Red Heart Kitchen to educate people on how to make eating tasty meal, how 
how to make it tastier, how to use spices to perk up the flavor so that there's no screwing up the nose saying, I, 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 I don't like it. And also, one has to remember that food is medicine. When you really consider it, anytime you're sick, people, the first thing they ask is, what did you eat? The first thing that happens to you is that when you put anything in your mouth, it's affecting your body the second you put it in your mouth. not You don't even have to wait till it hits your belly. Your body starts processing the food right in your mouth. So when you consider that food affects you so dramatically, it is a form of medicine. We just don't think of it that way. So a portion of your Red Heart Kitchen project is is to help low-income families and seniors to eat the way they need to on a budget. Yes. And, and you're going to engage some my, my people? My plan is to make it so that we're not limiting it to low income. We're saying in general we're going to raise the knowledge base of everybody uh, that wants it. And we're going to show you how to do it on a budget. And there's no harm in people that are not, not in low income to learn a few tricks that we're going to be teaching because it will help their whole overall health get better. Because there's a lot of people that don't have an issue with money, but they're eating boxed meals constantly because they just don't know how to cook. And so I'm I'm looking forward to educating people uh, on that level. Interestingly enough, my niece and my and my nephew-in-law um, have just graduated that program from the guy that de- got a debt guy whose name I can't remember right now. And on October 6th, my birthday, they were on a show. Um, oh God, I can't remember his name. Right, the get, get, get out of death guy. But anyway, um, they they are Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey, and they are under thirty, and uh, they're completely debt free. Their house is paid off. Everything's paid off. They pay cash for everything. And guess what their budget is for food every month? Five hundred. Five hundred dollars. And they both are gainfully employed. They have good jobs. She's a pharmacy pharmacist, and he is a landscaping technician. So this can, like you say, benefit everyone. But you, there is someone we have to get credit to mm-hmm. that actually started doing this something similar in 2013. There's a lady named Denise Sawyer of wholesomemommy.com. She has a master's in education and is very, very good at blogging with a lot of good information. So, you know, make sure you t- get, take the time to go check out wholesomemommy.com. Okay, and you have a sponsor, which I think you want to ask about it for today. But we're going to talk next time um, some solving some of these challenges. So we'll probably do an eight-part series to start um, before you actually really um, uh, launch your uh, Red Heart Kitchen. So, mm-hmm. um, But uh, there will be other topics, so tune in. And by the way, you can subscribe to the show. If you're listening on TalkShoe or iTunes or on pplmag.com, if you're a local Pittsburgher, there is a button to the side there where you can subscribe, and some of it's on the bottom. bottom. And then every time Sunita, Mrs. Cardiology, does a show, you'll get a notification. So it's a good way to keep up on what's going on. Uh, we do have a sponsor. It's the Biophotonic Scanner. It's a device that we have in the office where my husband calls the no pokey 
nutrition lie detector test. So my personal feeling is that, yes, supplements are a great, great addition to eating. But even if you make baby steps, changes in, in your meal planning and your eating habits, you will see dramatic changes in your health. And what the biophotonic scanner does, it scans the palm of your hand and in 30 seconds gives you feedback as to whether you've been eating well, sleeping well, or drinking well for the past six weeks. It gives you your antioxidant levels. The higher the score, the better your body is health-wise. So call our office at 412-367-9104 and make an appointment with Mrs. Cardiology to get scanned. We charge $20 instead of 50 for our Mrs. Cardiology listeners. Uh, Mrs. Cardiology has been uh, presented to you by Sunita Pandit. Copyright to Sunita Pandit, DBA, Mrs. Cardiology, 2013 to 2016, all rights reserved. Uh, you can uh, republish this broadcast on the Creative Commons license if you give credit to mrscardiology.com and Sunita Pandit. Um, <clears throat> you can also find the show notes and additional information on Mrs. Cardiology and the Beta Red Heart Kitchen at mrscardiology.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.